Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another maniacal Monday. Friends, it's a bit of a misfiring Monday morning, but uh, getting this out a little bit late is better than not getting it out at all. Today's Torch Report 365, the anti-human agenda. How the globalists are actively culling and controlling the whole of humanity, friends. They are, in fact, culling the herd. 50 years ago, a a man named Aurelio Pesci, he gave a rousing speech about the need for global population control. And he was giving this speech to the recently formed World Economic Forum. And now, of course, we know about the World Economic Forum. That's Klaus Schwab's brainchild uh, that's putting together all the public-private partnerships that are, you know, kind of, you know, working to conspire. This is the, the heart of the secret cabal that's conspiring against not just America, but conspiring against humanity as a whole. And Aurelio Pesci's speech inspired Klaus Schwab to pen the original Davos Manifesto that's central to the to all of uh, the globalist schemes today. So Aurelio Pesci, he was the founder of the Club of Rome. And this is something we've talked about a little bit before. Uh, essentially, the Club of Rome is a radical environmental cult uh, who, of people who are hell-bent on reducing the human population, friends, just to put it real bluntly. Uh, and of course, it's always for the greater good, and it's in order to save the planet and all of that. But just to put it bluntly, The inspiration for the WEF is rooted in depopulation and population control, and this is the underlying impulse that is driving the entire globalist agenda. You see that the global cabal, they justify their urge to reduce the human population based in large part on the quack theories that were laid out in the 1972 book titled The Limits of Growth. This book was commissioned by the Club of Rome as part of their project on the predicament of mankind. And in a nutshell, the predicament of mankind is that the ignorant peasants are too stupid to realize that they're destroying the planet. And thus, the global elite believe, according to their projections, that there are too many humans consuming too much stuff, which is ultimately driving an unsustainable consumption of natural resources. Friends, these are the seeds of the Agenda 2030 and the UN Sustainable Development Goals. The global elites believe that the only viable solution is to proportion the population to a sustainable level and take control of the means of production and consumption, i.e. to reduce the human population and control what we eat and how we live our lives. And they have to do this in their minds, in order to prevent the destruction of the planet. And of course, we're witnessing these plans being implemented daily at this point. Now, I am aware of how outrageous it sounds to claim that the United Nations is driving an agenda to depopulate the planet and consolidate power and control in the hands of an unelected global cabal. But that is exactly what they are doing, friends. And if you're looking for proof of this, I've documented the connections between Agenda 2030, the radical environmentalists, the depopulation and the eugenics and all of that in several prior reports. I put a few of the links in there uh, for your perusal today. Not coincidentally, all of this research into the radical environmentalists trying to depopulate the earth has connected back, repeatedly connected back to the shandemic, the great plandemic, the great reset. And unfortunately, 
with the uh, with the World Health Organization, they just recently declared what a couple of weeks ago they declared that COVID is no longer uh, COVID is no longer a global public health emergency. And because they've said that, I guess now it seems like most people are ready to just kind of forgive and forget. They're ready to move on with life as if the last three years never happened. And however, that would be a huge mistake, because if we miss this opportunity to see what these globalist schmucks are up to, then we're we're uh, we're screwed here. We're we're blind. We can't we can't resist what we are unaware of. As David Strom pointed out today, he put out a piece at uh, it was over at Hot Air, I believe. This is uh, this is exactly what the global elites want us to do. They want us to forgive. They want us to forget. They want us to forget that they've assumed for themselves the authority to take 100% control of over, over our lives anytime they need to. Whenever the science, you know, the state-funded propaganda fabricated whole cloth uh, for the purpose of population control, whenever they need the justification uh, to take control over our lives, they assume they have the authority to do so. And I, I wholeheartedly agree with Strom's assessment. I want to share a little excerpt here. Quote, COVID was literally the best thing to ever happen to the statist totalitarians who have risen to the apex of our cultural, academic, and political elite. Billionaires dramatically increase their wealth. Officials increase their power. The media elites consolidated their control over the distribution of information and academics gained enormous authority over our lives. All of them are united by one thing, according to David Strom. He says they hate you and they want to control everything that matters, including your behavior, period, end quote. Now, Again, I mean, I just I agree wholeheartedly there. And I think when we add to that, the con, you know, this consolidation of power, we add to that the fact that they have already injected millions, if not billions of people with an experimental mRNA injection that is spawning all sorts of chaotic genetic modifications. Then we have a recipe for an unimaginable worst case scenario that will continue to play out over the next several decades. Lots of people suffering and dying because of these injections. That's not going to stop. We need to keep that in mind in the months and the years ahead. We start to see more reports uh, like like these. I saw some reports out here. Uh, friends report COVID vaccines are causing severe neurological complications. How about that? Go figure. You know, COVID-19 vaccines are a colossal failure all around the world. Another article there. And then third one here exposed the COVID-19 murder for money scheme in the hospitals. There is information that's coming out now. It's kind of hard to find and it's going to keep getting buried by the algorithms. But you can expect to see that kind of information surfacing that this is really a very bad thing for humanity, the whole COVID-19 and the, the response to the pandemic is actually much worse than the pandemic ever was. As it turns out, all of these accidental side effects from these experimental injections, like the sterilization and the death of millions of otherwise healthy people, all of this appears to be a boon for the globalists who want to proportion the population and cull the human herd in order to save the planet. Now, we must consider the possibility, friends, that this culling is now in motion, that all of this death is not by accident, and that all of this constitutes 
actual crimes against humanity. We need to consider that. We need to talk about that. It would be catastrophic. It would be a catastrophic mistake to just casually dismiss the pandemic as like it was some random, unfortunate event. You know, nobody could have seen it coming, you know, and then forget how quickly the world turned upside down and and how these totalitarians have assumed they have total control over our lives whenever they want to. We cannot just forget that if we don't learn from this recent history, then I believe that we're going to be forced, friends. We're going to be forced to endure much, much worse. As Klausy Klaus Schwab's book, COVID-19, The Great Reset, makes abundantly clear, the pandemic was just the start of this incredible transition. It kicked off this incredible transition to future Earth and the fundamental transformation of humanity as a whole. Now, with that said, I want to turn our attention to how the secret cabal, their words, not mine, how the secret cabal is now accelerating the forceful imposition of their centralized global governance schemes, friends, and it is all about control. Now, I recently came across a paper. It's an academic paper put out by Oxford professor Cornelio Bijola. Bijola. Now, it's titled... Global Governance and Sustainable Development. And the title stood out to me because, you know, global governance and sustainable development, that's a very clear connection between the SDGs and the global control. More on that in just a minute. But as I was digging into this, turns out Professor Bajola is deeply entwined in all of these globalist organizations. He's a he's kind of a main character here. He happens to be the head of the Oxford Digital Diplomacy Research Group. And he also sits on the UN System Staff College, SSC, which essentially is uh, the overseeing, you know, of the indoctrination of the staff at the United Nations. So Professor Bajola, who's in the mix of all this global governance and sustainable development stuff uh, and, and oversees the indoctrination of the UN staff, this guy, uh, in an unexpected twist, friends, I wasn't expecting to find this, but along with all of this digital diplomacy stuff, Professor Bajola also happens to be researching reflexive control and digital propaganda. And I put a little screenshot here in the report today, friends. If you are listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com where you can see this spiffy screenshot of Cornelio Bajola and his propaganda as reflexive control, the digital dimension. It's a paper that he has. And of course, it's written as if He's countering online disinformation and extremism, but he's really outlining how the globalists are using, quote unquote, digital diplomacy and digital propaganda to control the masses. Now, to me, it was like the jackpot, like, da da da, you know, here it is. This, this is proof. Again, it's more proof, irrefutable proof, in your face proof that these globalists are scheming to depopulate the planet. Now, in his paper, Propaganda as reflexive control, the digital dimension. Bajola explains as such, quote, the theory of reflexive control offers a good framework for understanding how a state can be strategically influenced to pursue predetermined 
a predetermined course of action. Now, more precisely, reflexive control creates the conditions by which one party can hack the diplomatic gain. Game, I'm sorry, forgive me here. Uh, reflexive control creates the conditions by which a party can hack the diplomatic game so that it can shape the preferences of the other actors toward a desired outcome, period, end quote. Now, thus, friends, we see here how digital diplomacy is being used to hack the diplomatic game and strategically influence entire nations to pursue a predetermined course of action, which just so happens to be a depopulation of planet Earth, a calling and controlling of the whole of humanity. And just like the global elites have become accustomed to treating humanity like hackable animals, the global elites are also hacking our political system. That's their words, to hack the diplomatic game. Okay, they're they're hacking our political system via the digital propaganda campaigns. And of course, they're doing all of this to advance their sinister agenda. And let's not lose sight of the fact that this is all based on the limits to growth. That book that they put out talking about how they've got to, you know, they've got to reduce the population. And that's connected directly to the UN Sustainable Development Goals, etc. Now, in Professor Bajola's Global Governance and Sustainable Development Report, this troubling connection between depopulation and the UN SDGs is reconfirmed. I put a little excerpt, a screenshot there of his, of his report, and it says, as the world population has surpassed 7 billion, there is an ever-growing demand for food, water, energy, and jobs. And this growing demand puts pressure in turn on governments to accelerate rates of economic growth, usually by the use of cheap but highly polluting sources of energy like coal and oil. The shrinking of natural resources further aggravates the issue by potentially depriving the next generations of important means to sustain themselves, as stated in the influential 1972 report, The Limits to Growth. Now, his report, which, I mean, right there, he just, you know, he documents the whole history of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals in the report, and he validates the absurd assertions that are presented in the limits to growth book positioning the limits to growth as the central you know kind of concept in the development of the sustainable de development goals friends that this is a fact that should not be overlooked or taken lightly because their declared intent is nothing less than depopulating planet earth and they are dead set on pulling it off you have to understand that for them, this is an existential crisis. For them, it's life or death. For them, it's do or die. It's now or never. They either cull the herd and control the whole of humanity, or humanity is going to destroy the planet and we're all going to die. <laughs> now, for them, the choice is clear. And it has been for at least the last 50 years. I mean, they have to get rid of a lot of people. They just had to figure out how to sell it. Hence, all of the secret diplomacy and the hacking of humanity. They, they're using the 21st century tools like algorithmic social interventions and all of this to drive the behavioral change in the transformation of consciousness that's necessary for people to accept this calling and controlling of the herd. And at this point, 
having mostly convinced the masses that we are facing a triple planetary crisis. And, you know, the only thing that can save us is the quadripartite, you know, overseeing the, the gradual depopulation of the human herd. You know, they, they now have in their minds the moral justification for doing whatever the hell they want to do, whatever they claim must be done. Because in their minds, the ends justify the means. They have no sense of morality and they have to save the planet. You know, they must save the planet by any and all means possible. Anything and everything is open. We got to do something dramatic and drastic in order to keep, you know, keep humanity from destroying the planet. Now, friends, as we've seen, regardless of how they dress it up, no matter how altruistic it sounds, the real desire here of course, is total control. They want total control over humanity. They want the consolidation of power into the hands of the enlightened global leaders who alone know what's best for the rest of us. And if we recall their words, quote, fast forward to the 21st century, and we just don't need the majority of the human population, period, end quote. Friends, that was a speech made in front of the global elites as they gathered in Davos. Okay, fast forward to the 21st century, and we just don't need the majority of the human population. What a predicament. <laughs> what a predicament for the global elites to have. What are we going to do with all these ignorant peasants and these rowdy rebel rousers? You know, what was their solution again? Friends, remind me, what were they going to do? Ah, oh, yes. Yes, that's right. Quote, finding, therefore, that from the laws of nature, we could not proportion the food to the population. Our next attempt should naturally be to proportion the population to the food, period, end quote. And just to be crystal clear, to proportion the population to the food means to do away with a bunch of useless, mouth-breathing, meat-eating peasants. That's what they mean. Fortunately for us, friends, the very same laws of nature that inspired them to proportion the population should eventually inspire fierce resistance to this insanity. But unfortunately for us, people cannot resist what they remain unaware of. And to me, friends, that means that perhaps the most important thing that we can do right now is to spread the word that resists we must. And that is the message of my heart for today, friends. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart on the website or the Substack app. Click that heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all and possibly the most important thing you can do for the future of humanity is to share this report far and wide. Share it with someone. Share it with anyone. Share it with everyone you know. Friends, get out there and embrace the rest of this mindful, maniacal Monday. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. 